Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770. It's Rob Breckenridge with you. Our telephone number 974-8255. And uh, you can text us as well, 770-770. Obviously, I mean, people who follow football know that it's a high-impact sport. uh, And certainly uh, football players are, are prone to injury. In fact, there's probably not a lot of professional football players who have gone through their entire career without an injury. We also know, though, I mean, we have, for people who get injured on the job, we have in Alberta and and elsewhere, obviously, workers' compensation, which, as the name implies, it's meant to offer some compensation to someone who's unable to work because they've been injured. But typically, we don't think of professional sports in, in that same realm. And maybe it's because of our perception that these professional athletes uh, are millionaires and they're going to be looked after. But that's not the case for CFL players. So the questions come up. Should workers' compensation apply to CFL players? Now, here in Alberta, there's a panel that's been set up to review workers' compensation. Uh, The CFL Players Association has submitted a brief to that panel asking it to consider CFL players saying that, quote, professional football players are no different than every working Canadian. They work hard for their employer and deserve to be included in the standards and protections that apply to anyone injured on the job. Joining us on the line is former CFLer uh, Brian Ramsey, who is uh, executive director of the CFL Players Association. CFLPA.com is their website. Brian, welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate you joining us. Um, I mean, this seems like the first time this has come up, but is this something that, that you guys have been concerned about for some time? I think this topic in particular has been uh, an internal discussion at the association for, for over a decade now, and, and player safety has always been paramount and, and very high on the list of for the association, and uh, it, it's no different today than it has been in, in the past. All right, so talk about why it, it doesn't apply, first of all. Why, what would need to change? Why aren't CFL players eligible for WCB? Well, I think there's a, there's a few reasons for that, and, and one in particular is uh, the assumption that policymakers had before that the that professional athletes could go through the courts to find a solution to injury issues. Uh, there was a recent uh, ruling in the British Columbia Supreme Court and the position of the of the CFL in that ruling um, has really closed the door to a, to a remedy in the court. So uh, prior to that, um, that was the solution that no longer um, no longer is, and 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 we've recently submitted that application to the board in, in Alberta. Okay, but if if you're playing for a team, and uh, let's say you know you're you're on a, a four year contract, uh, you get injured. I mean, you, you're the team still has to pay you, don't they? No, and, and and contracts within um, within football aren't guaranteed. Uh, so when you do sign a four-year contract, uh, that that four years of income is not guaranteed. And, and okay. really, that's the the discussion point for us on on this topic. It really resolve, revolves around uh, the medical side and, and the benefits 
um, to that. So as a player suffering an injury, um, there's there's times where from that date of that injury, your coverage um, can only be up to a year uh, after that. And, and what we're seeking is, as you mentioned uh, at the beginning, playing football in Canada is a workplace like any other workplace. Mm-hmm. And we're seeking to, to make sure that our employees, uh, our members, are, are fairly treated and represented. All right. So there, there's basically a, the one-year window then where there's some coverage for injured players. Yes. And what happens after that one year? The players are on their own. Um, after that one year, went from the date of injury, uh, players are responsible for their own, own benefits moving forward. And that means then obviously relying on, on the public health system. Potentially, yes. Yeah. And, and for the players that remain in Canada, that, that has been historically uh, what has happened. And, and what we're seeking uh, is to review the policy um, so, so we can take the onus off uh, of the TAC players, but also allow our members to, to make that transition from professional sports if they are injured. Because um, historically, the, the vast amount of injuries are not long-term with the proper rehabilitation from the start. And, and we think, we believe if that rehabilitation occurs um, very quickly after the injury, that uh, those long-term injuries just will be reduced overall. What about the, the inherent risk in the sport itself, that, that players are, are aware of the, the potential for injury uh, and they, they take on that risk? Is, is that a, should that affect this, this conversation at all? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, there's without listing, there there is um, higher risk occupations uh, mm-hmm. that, that currently have uh, coverage and uh, a policy through WCB. So I don't think that I would take the risk of uh, professional football uh, above many other occupations uh, around the world and in Canada today. Well, okay, and explain why why workers' compensation is the answer here, as opposed to the league and the teams stepping up and and doing more for injured players. Or, you know, I mean, do we need to address both sides of it? I think the topic of of player safety continually needs to be addressed, and and this is, as you mentioned, with the open panel in in Alberta, this has given us an avenue to discuss it, and uh, I do feel it's it's a proven model uh, to work for the employee-employee relationship, and it's, uh, it would provide our members, uh, the employees, with the, the coverage needed to rehabilitate if, uh, if they do find themselves suffering from an injury. What about the case in the U.S.? And, and certainly, uh, you know, salaries tend to be higher with regard to the NFL, but I understand there are some U.S. states where NFL players are eligible for workers' compensation. Yeah, that's correct. Actually, eligible, and it is mandatory, I believe. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, and and so that seems to to work well. Is that your understanding? Well, in an industry that's similar, um, they are two different very games and two different very leagues. Right. Um, but in an industry that's similar, uh, that model has has worked and continues to work uh, in those states that it's mandatory. So if this were were to change, it, it would be it's it's in the hands of the Alberta government. If the Alberta government wanted CFL players to be eligible, that's that's their decision to make. Obviously, it's going to come down to uh, the, the review panel and the decision and the policymakers in, in the uh, province of Alberta. So how would that work? I mean, if, if we had it where, 
it would only apply in Alberta. So uh, someone who plays for the Eskimos or Stampeders would be eligible, but players on other teams wouldn't be. Right? I think there would, there would be a further discussion, and our intention as an association would be then to, for, uh, to apply to all provinces where CFL franchises are located. But what would happen if, let's say in, in Alberta, there's, there's WCB protection for CFL players. Uh, the Toronto Argonauts come to Calgary for a game and a member of the Argonauts is injured on the job in Alberta. Would it apply to that player? Well, that's something that I think we'd have to, to, to get into details once we have that discussion further in the fall of this year. Um, and, and it might mean that uh, we apply provincially across the country where those franchises are located uh, sooner rather than later. And if this changed, I mean, what would it mean for players? That would mean paying into WCB, that would mean paying those premiums, right? It, it would. There would be a cost uh, borne by the employers, the teams, and um, for a premium paid, and uh, and it would give the the employers the comfort, sorry, the employees the comfort to know that uh, if if there's needed rehabilitation, two three months, uh, depending on the injury past that one year window that we currently have, that, that they'd have the support that would be able to transition them to the the next stage of life. I think one of the things that that we find an example being uh, one of our members trying to transition to uh, a fire department job. Um, once he's playing, he's, he's played five years in the in the CFL, and and he's looking to transition to a fire department job in, within Canada, and and he's unable to to pass the physical because he still needs rehabilitation. And to get him those extra months to be able to move on and transition from the game of football is something that's important. So your members support this? Our members are behind this, yes. What about the league? Does the league have a position? Um, I, I'm not at... Uh, uh, I would rather not speak on, on behalf of the fair league. We've, we've discussed this, and uh, I'll leave that, uh, that comment to them. All right, fair enough. Well, uh, I suppose now it's in, in the hands of this panel, and I guess we'll, we'll see what comes of it. But, um, you know, it's certainly uh, an important issue. Brian, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. I appreciate this. Rob, thank you for having me on. All right, take care. That's uh, Brian Ramsey, used to play in the CFL. He's uh, now president, or rather executive director of the CFL Players Association. So they've asked uh, this Alberta panel to look into this. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's going to be uh, the decision of the Alberta government, whether it applies. It's interesting that he notes in a number of states, it's actually mandatory that professional football players be covered by workers' compensation, but not in other states. Uh, so should it apply to CFL players? Now, you mentioned this case in BC that basically closed the door on it, at least in, in terms of that kind of an avenue. But it doesn't preclude governments from, from offering that if they so choose. So the CFLPA's argument is that for players that get injured, there is very minimal coverage for accidents and injuries. And that there is no insurance or any kind of protection that, ex- that carries past that one-year window. They say there's no salary protection either for a following season. That if a player is injured in the last regular season game, that player could be without a paycheck indefinitely. So the contracts aren't guaranteed. In a lot of cases, injured players, longer-term injuries, these players end up basically fending for themselves. And they say when that coverage from the team runs out, players have to rely on the public health care system, and that burdens uh, taxpayers in the system. So they want it in. They want in is what they're asking for. 974-8255 is our telephone number. We'll come back. Your reaction 
uh, to this suggestion. It's Afternoons on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.